Welcome to the High History Podcast, a podcast about history while we high. I'm your host, the Great Stone Dragon, and I want to welcome everybody to this episode on December 27th, the second day of the holiday that we're talking about. You know what we're talking about. We're talking about Kwanzaa. Habaragani. It is Kwanzaa time, and it just so happens that it is the second day of Kwanzaa, which means Kuji Chagulia, which we'll get into a little bit later. But first, we're going to talk about Kwanzaa a little bit. Kwanzaa was started in 1969 by Dr. Malana Karanga, and it is an African-American and pan-African holiday. I won't get too deep into it. You can do your history research on your own. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Wow. Okay. Uh, we are at an undisclosed location. You hear birds in the background. We are at an undisclosed location on the banks of the Tar River. So if you live along the Tar River, why don't you use your imagination? I think right now I see a, um, it, it looked like a, a turtle, maybe a, a turtle, but it's, it's moving a stick on the river. But anyway, back to Kwanzaa. So Kwanzaa is a holiday just for um, African-Americans. It's for all people, really, because we can all uh, learn for, from Kwanzaa. But it is a holiday um, that is for African-Americans that has its roots um, in African holidays and African feasts and festivals and different things like that and in African spirituality uh, when it comes to the principles um, of Kwanzaa. So oftentimes when we see a Kwanzaa uh, decorated table, you'll see what is known as a kinara, and a kinara is the candle holder for the seven candles uh, representing those seven Kwanzaa principles. Um, there's always one black candle uh, with three red candles and three green candles and the red uh, standing for the blood of the people, the green uh, representing the motherland and the black, um, of course, uh, what's the shit? Our skin color, uh, the black representing our skin color. So uh, that's the red, black and the green. You also see fruits on the table. You see corn. Um, you see somewhat of an African cornucopia uh, that is on this table. And of course, everything is laid out on a kente cloth. Um, kente is the cloth uh, pattern that you see uh, within different African garbs and, and clothing and different things like that. Uh, some of you might see like the little baby Yoda meme. And he has on a, a kente kufi with the kente bow tie. Um, you know, talking about some happy Kwanzaa, you see happy Kwanzaa Eve. Um, so that's what Kente is, just to give you a picture. Uh, but let's let's dig deep. Let's let's talk about these seven principles. Um, so these seven principles are all different principles, um, meaning different things. And they're all associated with a candle um, and with a day as well. Uh, so the first first principle we're going to get to a little sidebar, all of this. Uh, is in, in, in Swahili, uh, which is a language that is mainly spoken in Kenya and on the east coast of Africa, um, but it has been used for Kwanzaa purposes, so it's in Swahili. Uh, so the first principle um, of Kwanzaa, known as the Nguzo Sabah, is Umoja. Uh, umoja means unity, uh, and according to the official Kwanzaa website.org, because we got to go to the source, uh, Umoja means to strive for and maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race. We have to be unified as a community. We have to be unified as a family uh, because obviously that is how things are 
ultimately going to get accomplished is through our unity, our unity in our ideals, um, being able to be unified under common goals, uh, whether it's spiritual goals or if it's uh, physical goals or emotional goals, different, different goals that we set uh, amongst each other as a society. We all have to be unified at some point because unity is the only true way uh, we can accomplish things and we can accomplish peace. Uh, so, habaragani, umoja, meaning unity. So, the next topic or the next principle of Kwanzaa we're going to talk about is actually today uh, on December 27th. Kwanzaa runs from December 26th to January 1st of the new year. The second day is Kujichagulia, which means self-determination. I'm going to say that again because that's the hardest one to say. And a lot of people have trouble um, trouble saying it. Let's do this. You hear this white family in the background, they little kids. But anyway, Kujichagulia. Uh, which means self-determination to define ourselves, to name ourselves, to create for ourselves, and to speak for ourselves. So self-determination uh, to define ourselves and name ourselves, uh, that's essentially branding yourself. Um, and it's essentially believing in yourself as well. And then taking your belief and taking uh, your ideas and your products and creating uh, for others um, creating services, creating products, creating hope, creating change, um, a lot of other different things uh, that are associated with creating for other people. Um, and then to be able to speak for yourself, to be able to know who you are, to be able to feel who you are, and then finally to be able to say who you are. That's really important when presenting yourself. Um, is obviously important whenever you're in the workplace, uh, when, he, when you have to accomplish projects, um, you have to believe that you have the willingness and the mindset, even though you don't necessarily want to be there, you just kind of want to be there for the benefits and all the fun shit and, you know, all the things that, that corporate or city jobs or, or, or even law enforcement, whatever job you got, like you want to be there, you know, you don't want to be there necessarily for the for the administrative and the actual function of the work but you want to be there for the party but even though you don't want to be there for the function it is your job to be able to dig down deep in yourself say fuck i gotta wake up so i can go to work and then when i go to work i gotta have my coffee when i have my coffee i got to get to the project and i gotta get things done because i have to be an essential asset for the team and in order for me to be an essential asset for the team i have to believe in my skills so strong enough that i essentially create a machine for myself to be able to work and to be able to grind and be able to accomplish the goal. And I set myself up for success. And then in setting yourself up for success, look what happened. You done made some money and you done got a bonus because you done did a good job and you showed up to work on time and you went to your, and you went to all the functions that you know everybody thought they you know was lame and they didn't want to go and they had other shit to do but you still went anyway just to like show your face and by doing a good job you were able to 
to to to get out of that. And that's Kuji Chagulia, believing in yourself to know that you can do all of that. That is Kuji Chagulia. Um, in spirituality, Kuji Chagulia is the knowledge of self. Um, believing, believing in yourself and believing that you have the power and the energy that has been bestowed upon you by God, by the ancestors, um, by, by the Loa or the, um, the Santos, Los Santos, excuse me, or whoever you believe in. Um, you know, the, the energy of the earth is within you and you have to believe that you have that energy in order to tap into it and in order to manifest it. That's what it's all about. Kuji Chagulia. The self-determination, but we're going to move on because I'm, I'm, I'm rapping a little bit about it. Uh, so the next one um, is Ujima, meaning collective work and responsibility. Once again, this is from the official Kwanzaa website, the official Kwanzaa website dot org. You know, they ain't, you know, I ain't got no sponsorships, but I'm saying it's where I got it from. So, you know, you want to go do some more research, go to the Internet, you know, find whatever. But I suggest the official Kwanzaa website dot org. So anyway. Ujima. Ujima means collective work and responsibility to build and maintain our community together and make our brothers and sisters problems our problems and to solve them together. So essentially, Ujima is a, a somewhat of a teamwork kind of effort uh, when we're describing it. Ujima means that we must work together uh, to help each other's problems and that eliminates some of the selfish nature that we have um, or that we have a tendency to have sometimes. Yep, that is a turtle. Anyway, so the, so the Ujima, the collective work and responsibility is basically saying, hey, I see that you're having, for example, hey, I see that you are having a problem in economics class or something right or i see you have a problem in organic chemistry and i see that we are having the same problem i see that some of our problems are different but at the end of the day the same problem is that we are failing so what can we do ujima says let's start a study group and let's study together and iron sharpens iron let's work our minds and be able to have that teamwork. Um, Ujima is also uh, very present in fraternity. Um, me, myself, I'm a member of Phi Mu Alpha Symphonia Fraternity of America Incorporated, all hell. Um, and the Ujima we have is collective work for the chapter, um, doing things for the chapter, raising money, um, going and doing community service. Uh, community service is also another entity of Ujima as well. There's a problem in community. The, the homeless can't eat, let's go feed them. That is Ujima, the collective work and responsibility. Um, I think Ujima is so important to have because we oftentimes are so focused about, oh, I want to go and you know be be the best at my job alone or i want to you know be able to have my own problems and not have to worry about anybody else dealing with them because of me and you are entitled to that right trust me you are entitled to that right but what ujima is saying is that if there is a problem and we see our brother or sister is down and we don't at least offer the extension to say, hey, 
Do you want to talk about it? Can I listen to it? Um, if, if you want to go any further, you know, is there anything I could do for you? Let's say if you get in a, you get in a car wreck, can I take you home? You know, you know what I'm not on no creep shit. You know what I'm saying? But on like a, do you need a ride home or do you need a ride to where you need to go? You know, that type of stuff. So that is Ujima, the collective work and responsibility and also the collective work and responsibility in other entities such as child rearing. Um, the proverb says it takes a village to raise a child. You know, are we going to have Ujima to make sure that this child is not being bad and running all over the place um, or this child is being um, a delinquent? Uh, making sure that the child is not being involved in the street. What are we doing? Or let's say, let's say the child is in the street. You know, what are we doing to say, hey, I know you're out here, but you might want to consider coming back a little bit this way. You know, at least throwing it out there, the extent. Um, that spirit is Ujima. Um, and Ujima is tomorrow. So I want you guys to think about, you know, how you can apply Ujima into your life. So moving on, Ujama, uh, let me say that right, Ujama, which means cooperative economics. I'm going to say it again, Ujama, uh, which is cooperative economics. And it means to build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses and to profit from them together. So Ujama is, is really interesting. Um, because this one is talking about, um, you know, maintaining the economics within our community. Um, and that has really been a focus within these last couple of years. You see people uh, starting to invest in properties. Uh, you see people starting businesses, small businesses, corporations. Uh, you see, um, I think my brother's name, Byron Allen. Uh, he bought the Weather Channel, you know, taking over that corporation, um, you know, so you, we start to see uh, people are taking seriously the importance of the black dollar and keeping it in the community. Um, I believe there was one statistic that showed that the black dollar only stays in the black community for maybe about three bucks before it goes into the hands of the other community, whereas the Jewish dollar tends to stay until $13 until it leaves and goes into the hands of another community. And basically that statistic is saying that the Jews um, or that, that community of Jews or whoever it is, is, is taking their money and investing it in their community, going to their businesses. They're like, yo, um, I want uh, some candy. So they take the money, they spend it at their Jewish grocery store, get the candy, get the candy, and then that Jewish money is being sent back to, you know, as changed back to the other Jews that are in that community, and they're taking it and it's spreading. Oh, hello, how are you? Good, good. Hey, what's going on? Not much, not much. I'ma move out your way. Yeah, don't do that. And don't go too far because I don't feel like jumping in. Yeah, it might be a snake down there. You don't want that. <laughs> What's going on, man? How you doing? All right, pardon, pardon our brief interruption. 
I was just um, interrupted by a wonderful black family, a black father and his three sons. Well, not three sons. He has two daughters and one son. A black father and his two daughters and one son. It was really beautiful to see as I'm recording this podcast about Kwanzaa. That's what it's all about. Um, and, you know, it's families like him that we got to remember it. Um, in Ujama, you know, are we building services for him? Like, um, as a father, does he go get products at his, at the Walmart or does he go get products at the Family Dollar or are we, um, making the, or are we making the products, um, or are we owning the, owning the businesses that have the products, you know, are we, are we supplying that? Are we keeping it in the community? Because essentially once we keep it in, the community he has the opportunity to be able to have more money to buy more products you know as we know raising kids is hard he got two little girls um and he has one son and the needs are obviously very different so you know this what's up you know we have to keep that money within the community and as we keep that money within the community we have to support each other um we have to support the businesses even if you don't necessarily buy anything maybe it's posting something on social media or maybe it's um maybe it's telling somebody about it you know word of mouth is still a very effective tool for advertising i think a lot of people kind of forget that so ujama cooperative economics is really important keep the keep the money in um, support each other um, make sure you at least test each other's products to see what it's about um, give them an opportunity to really um, feel empowered and see what their products can do give them an opportunity to be able to kind of get critiques so that way they can get better and that's how we build each other up within Ujama cooperative economics so Ujama Abaragani, Nia, which means purpose. Nia, it's a lot of people named Nia. If your name is Nia, that means your name means purpose. You have purpose in your life. So Nia, purpose, to make our collective vocation, the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. So I'm going to read that again. Nia, purpose, to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. So, Nia, purpose. This spirit is all about recognizing the purpose that you have for your life within yourself and the purpose that the community has uh, for the world and being able to channel that energy and to be able to use it to build up ourselves to our traditional greatness. You know, a lot of times people get asked the question, well, what's your purpose? You know, some people don't know. And that's totally okay. You're eventually going to find out your purpose, but it's up to you to channel that near energy to be able to find it. And then once you find it, let's say, oh, I want to be a doctor, you know, or I want to be a preacher, or I want to be able to do entertainment um, behind the camera or behind the production board. Once you find your purpose, it is your job to be able to channel that purpose and to be able to use that energy to figure out the creativity that is within you. That's, that's the family rolling by on bikes. So wonderful to see. But yes, using that Purpose and that near energy is so, so important because once you use that energy to 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 channel your purpose into the community, 
the community then has the opportunity to be inspired by you and to be empowered by you and to channel their purpose and to be able to use everybody's collective purpose to build a, a cosmic force uh, that maintains, you know, the empowerment and the greatness of the community for many generations to come. Uh, so that is near purpose, you know, find your purpose. Uh, and once you find your purpose, be able to craft it and to be able to develop it. So that way, when you have the opportunity to present your purpose with the world, not only is it well received, but it is an effective tool and you're not coming to the world with no bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So near purpose. So. Number six, Kuumba, creativity. Quick little side note, there's a, there's a school in, in Washington, D.C., and it's called Kuumba Prep, which is, uh, create, you know, I'm going to get into the principle, but it means creativity prep. Um, and a lot of people be saying Kumba, and I just think it's so funny because they really be like, yeah, he done went around there to Kumba Prep and did such and such, as, and I, I just die. I think it is so hilarious because I know that it really is kuumba and kuumba means creativity. So kuumba, creativity, to do always as much as we can in the way we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than we inherited it. Let me read that again. To do always as much as we can in the way we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than we inherited. So that means we are collectively making conscious decisions to better our community. We are making conscious decisions to better ourselves and we are coming up with creative ways to better ourselves and we're uh so let's say um you want to better yourself um by starting a business well what kind of business i'm gonna start let's say i want to start a juice bar say okay i'm gonna start a juice bar but my famous juice is gonna be sour sop juice i don't know why you can't find it in america a lot but you know, it's soursop juice. It's a market, it's a niche market. That's creative. You done figured out what somebody else has not done yet. And you are solving an issue in the community and you are making the community better. And that's just small scale. So, you know, let's say on a grander scale, you're tired of, you're tired of the things that are going on um, in your community that are being done by, done by the hands of, 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 you know, delinquent individuals. But what are we doing to effectively, you know, fix that? We got to get creative. We got to think. We have to understand that they're coming from a place not of harm, but of fear and of help. You know, we have to change the mindset. We have to be able to say, okay, well, as opposed to, you know, calling the calling the police all the time or, or, or if they're being rowdy, locking them up. Let's go instead and figure out a way to take them to lunch, to have a sit down with them. Let's feed them. Let us do something different with them. And, you know, maybe that won't work, but you have to know your audience. So you have to t take the time 
to know your audience. You have to take the time to know the problems and the things that are going on in your community in order to, in order to understand how to be creative and to channel your Kuumba energy, the creativity that is needed uh, for the betterment of the community to restore ourselves and to, and to build power in ourselves. Uh, so that's Kuumba. I'm not going to start preaching about it um, because, you know, creativity is really um, kind of self-explanatory. But, you know, if you don't understand how to be creative or don't know how to channel it, well, um, you know, maybe you should meditate or maybe you should uh, read Creativity for Dummies. Or, or, you know, you could, you could do something. But once you put in the work to find out how, I bet you you'll find it. So that's Kuumba, creativity. Now. Last and final principle of Kwanzaa, this is the most important principle of Kwanzaa, and that is Imani. Imani, which means faith. There's a lot of people named Imani too. So if your name is Imani, your name means faith. So Imani means to believe with all our heart in our people, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. That's a real powerful one. That's a real powerful one. Uh, it says to believe with all of our heart, not, not a portion, all of our heart in our people, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. So, Imani is essentially saying we have to have faith in the people of our community to know that they can achieve greatness and do great things. And saying that means that you go to them um, and you say, Mom, I love you. Bam. Once your mother knows she loves you, um, she's going to want to do anything for you because you're her child. It's faith. A simple I love you is saying, is saying, Mom, I have faith to know that you are going to do right by me because I saw what you what you have done, and I don't know what's coming in the future, but I know that you're gonna do even more in the future. That's Imani, you know, faith, faith in you know our friends. You know, I believe that you're gonna get that job because you are smart, you are educated, um, you, you have great characteristics about yourself, you know, you're, you're timely, you're organized, I believe that. Um, saying I believe um, that you are gonna have a successful mixtape and a successful EP and we're gonna reach an album um, and you're going to hone your craft and you're going to believe in yourself and do all of these things. Um, so once you have that belief in somebody, it essentially, uplifts them and then once it uplifts them and builds them up it turns them it was going on cool 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 once you uplift them it allows them to be empowered and it allows them to be able to achieve you know their dreams or or their short-term goals or whatever it is that they want to achieve is so important um, that we build imani 
into you know our daily lives and that is um, the last day of Kwanzaa it is on January 1st um, so that means you're starting off the new year with the faith that the year is going to be good uh, you're starting off the new year uh, knowing that everybody around you is going to be successful in their own way you're starting off the new year knowing that all the toxicity that you had is going to be gone because you believe in yourself and you believe um, in the things that you have worked for and achieved um, so those are the seven principles of Kwanzaa. Um, that's all the time we got for now. Um, I'm sitting here in the park recording this podcast and folks are, you know, walking by and I'm sure they're looking at me strange because they don't necessarily know what's going on. But it's all right. Um, there's some beautiful black people out here, you know what I'm saying? And that's all right because Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world. And we are all God's children. So with that being said, thank you for coming out um, to the High History Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and you listen. Um, and make sure that, you know, if you want to listen to it high and enjoy the experience, you do it too. Uh, so that's all we got for now. Thanks for coming out. And until then, stay stoned.